in the coming weeks, we're going to be talking about the persecuted church. We're going to be talking about the unreached world. We're going to be talking about the Muslim world. And this week, we're going to focus just for a little while on um, sharing faith in the UK. Um, and as I said, the purpose of that is not just for information gathering, but it's to stir our hearts to pray. We are here for a purpose, aren't we? We are here to bring salt and light to the world. And God incredibly chooses to use you and me in this world to make a difference and to bring his gospel, to bring the good news of the kingdom to this world. And it's an incredible thing that you can be sitting in the UK and partnering with God to see transformation in other nations through your prayers. That your prayers can change nations. That your prayers can change all sorts of places in the world. And there may be different, different things on our hearts as individuals. There may be people here that have a particular passion for here in the UK. There may be people that have a burden for a particular nation or a particular area of the world. There may be people here with particular heart for a particular people group or a particular need. God puts different things on each of our hearts. And yet in that, he weaves together his wonderful plan in partnering with you and me to transform this world and you and I can partner with that here and now through our prayers we can be nation changers so this week as I said we're going to begin with the UK so we'll go to slide two Caleb um, and it's easy for us to perhaps think about the challenges when we think about sharing our faith in the UK um, you know sometimes we think people don't want to hear people don't want to listen um, I know that there are many people here that do share their faith I have one of the joys I have when I meet with people and share and chat over coffee or catch up with people is I get to hear some of your stories where you've had an opportunity to share your faith with your work colleague or with your friend or with somebody in your neighborhood and I know there are many people here that are actively being salt and light and actively being a witness in their um, in their environment and in their world, which is a fantastic thing. Um, but sometimes because we long to see more fruit, we can very easily get disillusioned and think, you know, is this really making a difference? But I want to encourage you today that God is transforming lives. And every time we're speaking to somebody, every time we're sharing with somebody, we are partnering with God to see his kingdom come. And each time you share with somebody, you might be sharing a small... A small part in that story you might be one part of that of that connection that somebody makes because often um some people make you know people don't go from being an atheist to being a born again christian in one massive leap it can happen and god does do it god doesn't have boxes does he he does it in incredible ways and he we can never limit god but many people go through experiences where it's step by step and it's little by little if you think about your own testimony this morning and think about how you came to know the lord now some of you maybe a majority of you did have an, a Christian upbringing and maybe had some influence from your family. And yet there's a point where you had your own encounters with God. Some of us here also didn't have an upbringing where we, were, where, where, where we had believing families. And we had to encounter Christians. We had to encounter other people that believed, that both demonstrated God's love and spoke God's love to us. And that became part of our journey. Um, and we all would love to see more and more that happening. We would love to see more and more people coming to know the Lord. I know. Um, 
So we're going to look a little bit about some statistics and things and see how people see in this world, um, people in the, in the UK see how um, people respond. And actually, um, there are a group of people, an organisation called Hope, that are an evangelistic organisation, the Church of England and the Evangelical Alliance, that put together some statistics um, regarding the UK and regarding things... Um, regarding what people really think about sharing their faith. And here's some of the key facts. So if we move on to slide three. So 61% of the population know a practicing Christian. So that's 61% of the population in the UK have an active relationship with somebody that's a believer. That's quite exciting, isn't it? That's quite an exciting statistic because that's 61% of people who are in contact with somebody that could be praying for them and is seeking to be salt and light for them and opportunity for them to hear. There's obviously a challenge on the flip side of that is that the other 39% that, that are not in contact with an active Christian, that actually, again, there's opportunities for us to reach out further and to pray that we have opportunities for those that don't hear. 43% of people, this is non-believers, okay, or not non-believers, not people who haven't got a committed Christian faith, 43% say that they believe Jesus rose from the dead. That's quite incredible. People who have not got an active walking relationship with God right now, that 43% still believe that Jesus rose from the dead. That's a level of faith, that would say to me that if you're looking at a scale of somebody that's from a total atheist non-believer to somebody coming, giving their heart to Jesus and surrendering to Jesus, they're, they're somewhere, somewhere in this line. They're further on. They're in a state where they're hearing and they're believing something, but they need to be here more to grow in their faith. 20% of people who we talk to, or one in five people who we talk to about faith, actually say they want to know more okay and that's really exciting again 20% of people that we share a little bit of our testimony with get hungry to know more about God and want to know more and that's really exciting isn't it and again these are the things we can be praying into I often pray God lead me to people that want to know more lead me to people that are hungry for you because we have an opportunity then to to take them that step further and to share something more and bring them a step further so next slide please Caleb 60% of the UK believe that Jesus is a real person and actually lived in this world. Again, that's 60%. In other countries, there may be other countries where people haven't even heard of who Jesus is or don't believe that Jesus lived as an actual person. So again, we're, we're a great starting point in the sense that there are many people that do believe that Jesus was alive and that lived on this earth. And 41% of Christians connect coming to faith with having a Christian upbringing, which actually means that 59% of Christians connect having faith to something else. And the majority of people say that coming to faith has one key factor, and that key factor is a person who believes. That key factor that brings people to know Jesus is you and is me. So that's the exciting part. We have a part to play. We have an opportunity to, to share the gospel and to bring people to come to faith. But coming to faith, as I said, is often a process. Um, it's often a journey. But how does this start? How do, we, how do we see people coming to faith? Next slide, please, Caleb. 
This is what the Word of God says. Oops, my page has jumped. Faith comes by hearing and hearing from the Word of God. People need to hear the message. Okay, people need to hear the message and that's where you and I have a privilege and an opportunity. And like I said, I know many people here share their faith and it's a thrill to hear those stories where we get, where we share opportunities we have to share our faith with others. <clears throat> and again, next slide. Romans ten fourteen to 15 says, but how can they call on him to save them, save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells him, tells them? This is the reason we are on earth today. This is the reason we are here in the UK. God has placed us here for a purpose and for a season and for a fantastic opportunity. And it's a real thrill. You know, years past, people used to, and I hope many people here don't wrestle with this now, used to have lots of fear of, I, I, I need to be preaching to people, and oh, it's terrible that I've never led people to the Lord, and I've not led enough people to the Lord. This is not about a guilt thing, guys, okay? This is about your heavenly Father wants to give you the joy to partner with him to lead others to you. Your heavenly Father wants to give me the joy of leading have an opportunity to lead people to him and it's a it's a joy and a privilege we have that we get to partner with God and you know we we often don't fully comprehend the difference we make to other people um even very small things as Christians how many of you have noticed that even things like you never tell somebody that you don't particularly swear and yet people get very self-conscious around you when they're swearing I was in a car with family members this week and who swear quite a lot normally and they were kind of you know telling each other off because they were swearing in front of me I've never said don't swear in front of me and I'm not offended because we live in a world where that's normal but there's something in us that we carry there's something because we carry the Holy Spirit in us that people become conscious of those things around us and we make a difference we make a difference and you know I want to encourage people so many times we worry too much about getting it right when it comes to this sharing our faith saying the right thing getting it right but you are salt and light you are salt and light because when you gave your heart to Jesus, he put something inside you. He put life inside you. You are salt and light actively even before you speak. And yet your words have power. Your words are powerful and effective and the Lord wants to use you. I think one of the biggest challenges in our culture and in, our, in, in the UK is actually the, the, the sense of perhaps what we sometimes believe about um, about speaking the word of God and about sharing because the enemy is constantly broadcasting messages to us the enemy is constantly broadcasting messages he's seeking to intimidate us to tell us that people don't want to hear the message and he whispers words like you are inadequate he whispers words to us like you'll say the right thing you'll, you won't say the right thing what if you don't say enough what if you don't say the right thing and actually, you know, we, I think one of the key things when I was looking at this key thing, we need to know, you know, God has hope for the UK. God is passionate for our nation. He loves our nation. He loves every person in this nation. And the key thing for us is to know God's heart for our nation. The key thing for us is to know what is God saying about our nation? What does God think about our nation? What does God think about the people around you and me? 
So next slide, Caleb. So, oops, excuse me. So we need to get our beliefs about sharing the gospel from one place, and that's from the heart of the Heavenly Father, the heart of our Father who loves us passionately, the heart of our Father who loves this nation passionately, and he wants to increase our faith about sharing with others. He wants to encourage us and build us up. Do you know, when you speak out, when you share with somebody, your Heavenly Father is celebrating with joy. Every step you take, he celebrates with joy because he delights in you. He delights in you and he he delights in your steps of faith and your steps of courage. So we need to get our beliefs about sharing the gospel, not from mainstream media, not from social media, not from the world around us. But we need to hear what God is saying about our nation. We need to hear what God is saying about our world. It says in Isaiah 9 verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. So we look at mainstream media and they say the church is declining. They say people don't want to hear about faith. People don't want to know about faith. But the word of God, the truth of God, and if you look all through scripture, whatever opposition came, whatever challenges came, whatever difficulties came, the kingdom of God is increasing. The kingdom of God is increasing and God wants to partner with you and to give you a part to play in all these things. And his kingdom shall never end. It's a very, very exciting thing that he wants to use you and me and be partnering with him. John 3, 17 says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. UK is in the world. Our nation is in the world that God intends to save. And God has a heart for our nation. And again, this is why it's so important that we read the word of God. We are bombarded nowadays with so many things on media and social media that would challenge our thinking, that would make us think that it's, you know, that people don't want to hear the message, that would make us think people don't want to hear what God has to say to us. Um, but the truth is, God has souls he's going to save. God has many, many people in this nation. Our nation has an incredible heritage. Many generations, many years of believers praying down the years, praying and, and standing in faith and, and raising up generations in the, um, preaching the gospel. You think of people like John Wesley and others who stood in faith. You think of people that interceded year after year. Even people in our own church from former generations, people like Diane's dad and many others who've prayed for years and years and years. We are standing on the prayers of those generations. We are standing on the word of God that has been spoken in those generations. And we believe that God is going to pour out his spirit on this nation, that we are going to see a harvest. And I want to encourage you this morning, don't be intimidated by the lies of the enemy. Do not be intimidated by what you see on media and what you hear on social media, the messages that are being portrayed in this world. Because our Heavenly Father looks on this nation and says, my son died for it. My son died for this nation. And Jesus will get his reward He will get his reward with souls saved. So I want to encourage you this morning, get into the word of God. Read the word of God. Let the word of God transform our minds because that's where we need to get our perspective. That's where we need to get our perspective of of what God wants to do in our nation because it's very, very easy with all these messages coming across 
that we can get bombarded by all these negative messages. But our Heavenly Father actually wants to increase our faith and wants to encourage us and excite us. You know, God wants to use you. God wants you to have the joy of saying, I took part in that. You know, when we get to heaven and we see people, maybe there's somebody we worked with years ago that we didn't, that we haven't seen for years, and we see them and we find out, I played my part in that. I shared my faith with them. I shared my testimony with them. And you get to see that God used that and they came to know the Lord and they've got an eternity with the Lord because of, because you were obedient because you stepped out in faith. So I want to encourage you this morning. God has passion for our nation. Okay, and I want to encourage you this morning to come against any lies in your mind that the enemy seeks, like I said, to broadcast these negative messages telling us that our nation doesn't want to hear the gospel. Every heart needs the gospel, whether they know it or not. You know, some people recognize they've got a need. Some people might be searching. Some people may not know, may not know where they're, know what they're looking for. But every heart is needing the love of Jesus. And you and I have opportunity to share an opportunity to bring God's word to people. Okay, 2 Peter 3 verse 9 says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but everyone to come to him in repentance. Our Heavenly Father wants everyone to come to him. He doesn't want any to perish. Those people who we work with who sometimes seem so far away from the Lord... He wants them to come to know to come to know him. He wants the people in your neighbourhoods, your family members. Family members can often be the hardest for us to keep faith on for, can't they? When we see them year after year, perhaps not, you know, not getting hungry, not desiring. But I want to encourage you, keep praying, keep believing, because God has plans for our nation. And he is not slow. Many people here have prayed years and years to see people saved. Many people are praying and believing for an outpouring where we see many people come to know the Lord. And I want to remind you this morning, the Lord is not slow. The Lord is not slow in his time because he wants so many people come to know him. He's patient. He's far more patient than we are. Far, far, far more patient than we are. And he is doing his good work. He is working in the hearts of the people you love the people who you see who seem to be resisting, resisting the word of the Lord. He is working in their hearts. He is doing a work. And I want to encourage you this morning, keep your faith on for our nation. God is willing to play the long game, but God has plans. There are amazing, incredible prophetic words been spoken over our nation that there is an outpouring coming that's not just going to infect us, but it's going to spread to Europe. And we're going to be a nation that again sends missionaries out to the world. And we believe what God speaks over this nation. God has incredible things to come. Our nation has a heritage, a history, and we are believing. We are believing for a, an outpouring like never seen before, that God is going to do many wonderful things. So I want to encourage you this morning, I'll leave you with this message. Whose voice are we listening to? And I know so many times I've easily, when I've, you know, you, you're on social media, you're watching mainstream TV, there are messages at the minute being portrayed that make you think of, that it's, it feels like an intimidation to speak out the word of God, that it feels like an intimidation to share what God's put in our hearts. But actually, God has an anointing for us. 
God has an empowering for us. God's heart for this nation. We will see lives saved. We are on this earth for a purpose. I'll encourage you this morning. God is going to use you and I. Um, We are going to see God's goodness in this nation. And I want to encourage you, get into the word of God. Ask God to transform our thinking. Ask God to transform our beliefs about this nation because he has got incredible things to come. So this morning we've heard a little bit about our nation and we're believing for God to stir our hearts as we come to pray and to keep praying for our nation. In the weeks to come, we're going to hear more and more about different parts of the world and we're believing that we have a part to play. Living Grace Church has a part to play. You have a part to play individually. We as a church have a part to play. We know God has spoken. There are many thousands in this city, but we're not just called to this city. God has also said we're a fountainhead for mission, and God is going to call people out from this place to the nations. I believe that, that there are many here who have already been to the nations. There are many who've come from the nations. Um, but we are believing for more opportunities. We are in an exciting time, church, because God has incredible things in store for you and I as we move forward. And as we move forward as a church, believing we are going to transform the world around us, not because it's us, but because there's an anointing on us because of what Jesus did. Jesus has hope for the UK. Jesus has hope for our world and it's, a, and it's really important for us to get our perspective on, on from, from God's perspective and not from the messages in the world. So we believe today that God is going to move. I'm just going to pray and I'm going to hand back to Mark. Father God, we thank you that your, your compassion and your love for us. We thank you, Lord, for your heart for us, that you, um, that you sent your son to die for us, that you brought about our salvation at such a great cost. And we thank you for the privilege and the joy of knowing you and walking in deep relationship with you. We thank you, Lord, for your heart, Lord God, that you want to make us part of your plan to partner with seeing the reward for Jesus, of seeing souls saved, of seeing lives won for you. And we pray today over the UK, we say today, your kingdom come, your will be done over the UK. We pray today, Father, that you will give us your perspective where, where we've been perhaps intimidated by the lies of the enemy, where perhaps we've had influence from mainstream or social media that has influenced how we're seeing our world and how we're seeing our nation. We pray, Father God, that your world will renew our mind and that you will increase our hope for our nation because you have a harvest of souls for us to, to see saved. You have a harvest of souls and Father, you want us to have the joy of partnering partnering with you and playing our part. So we pray today, equip and strengthen us as we agree with your word that you have hope for the UK, that you love the UK and we speak your blessing over this nation today in Jesus' name. Amen.